What up, everybody? Welcome to the Bourbon Buzzed and Ballin' Podcast. We are your hosts, Colby and Dutt, and we thank you for joining us. Uh, follow, like, and share us on all our, all our socials. And uh, we got a good show tonight. We got to get into some stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. You know, it's, it seems like uh, this time of year, it, there's not as much stuff to talk about, but with March Madness and yeah. Spring training about to end. The World Baseball Classic. I mean, there's a lot of things going on right now. There's yeah. a lot of, a lot of, a lot of good stuff to talk about. So let's let's not waste any time. Let's just dive right in there. And start Jump with our o- opening toast. Let's do it. You or me? I'll start. All right. Uh, you know, of course, like I said, it's March Madness, and this has been a hell of a tournament so far. It and has I, been. I'm sure we'll talk more about it when we get into deeper into the show. But as far as the toast, you know, I spent uh, my younger years in Jersey. So I got to give a shout out to those New Jersey Cinderellas that are showing out right now. Uh oh, we got your Princeton T-shirt on. Princeton. So yeah. Princeton. I'll start with uh, FDU, Fairleigh Dickinson University, which is in Madison, New Jersey. They they knocked off a number one seed. Mm-hmm. Only the second team, uh, only the second number sixteen seed to take out a number one. Right. And uh, so yeah, they knocked out Purdue. Unfortunately, they. The magic ran out after that one game. Uh, yeah. They lost to FAU. I think it was only like an eight-point game. I think it was something like that, eight and, or seven. Uh, something. And, of course, at the end of that game, uh, FAU. So, they go into no-foul mode, F, uh, FDU does. And a player for uh, Florida Atlantic, he decides he's going to try a 360 dunk at the buzzer. <laughs> and the whole place started booing him, and he's been catching hell on uh, on social media. I mean, you just don't do that. You know, nah, the, other, the other team called off the dogs. Right. You, you you don't try to. That's an unwritten rule. Yeah, for sure. yeah. So, uh, but anyway, yeah. FDU, congratulations on being only the second number sixteen seed to knock off a number one. That's a hell of an accomplishment. And I mean, oh yeah, uh, they were, you know, so undersized also, and then. Uh, Princeton, of course, knocked off a number 15 seed. Uh, I mean, Princeton 15, is a number. They right, are right. number 15 seed. And uh, they knocked off a number two in Arizona. Yeah, that was and, a big, big. That was a – well, I guess both of them are huge upsets for sure. But, mm-hmm. you know, that that Purdue exit dis, didn't seem quite as shocking as the Arizona exit. Well, the, the only reason it was so shocking to me was just because of Edie. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, I mean, he he didn't even look he human was, next he was, yeah, to he, those it, guys. Yeah, it looked like Moonraker in the in the James yeah. Bond movies. Jaws. Yeah, I but, mean, it really did look it looked really weird seeing him at the foul line next to those guys. It was and like it, Lurch and Cousin It, it you it know, was, <laughs> night and day. But but Princeton, man, Princeton's oh, upset yeah. of Arizona. Arizona was. God, I, I really – I mean, it was a bracket killer oh, yeah. for, for a lot because yeah, Arizona I mean, was picked to go deep. Yeah. I don't some, even want to talk brackets. Some, some, <laughs> that's why I didn't fill one out. Hell, I might be doing good if I would fill one out this year as many upsets as there have been. Well, you know, this year I made, this, I made the statement prior to handing my brackets in that this is the year I'm not picking any upsets <laughs> because I just felt like the top seeds were, were strong enough to advance and move on. And it's been an upset special in the tournament. Well, of the uh, in the Sweet 16, so you know if you if you're going to assume that that your one through four seeds in each region make it into your Sweet 16, seven of those are already gone. Yeah. So almost half 
of what should have been the Sweet 16 is Gone. already eliminated. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, Princeton knocked off number two, Arizona, number seven, Missouri, and now they got another tough one coming up, uh, number six, Creighton. Right. Uh, with, who's which, playing some good ball. and Which we're interested in that game exactly. because that's, that's who we play if we advance. If we can knock off uh, San Diego State, which that's not going to – that's going to be, you know – a tough game. Man. San Diego State, it's got a great defense. We'll talk about that when we get so, into uh, college basketball. So, yeah, I'm a little disappointed that uh, Rutgers isn't in here anywhere. But uh, <laughs> but congratulations to Princeton and to, and to Fairleigh Dickinson. Uh, the the, great, biggest, great the biggest school of all of New Jersey. Yeah, exactly. Didn't the, even, the, the state school. The state school, that's right. And uh, uh, what else was I going to mention? Oh, yeah, that uh, – Oh, so last year there was a 15 seed that made it into the Sweet 16. It was right. St. Peter's. St. Pete's, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, Princeton kept that tradition going with a uh, 15. I had that little old sister following them. I haven't followed up to see how she's doing. I mean, you know, they made such yeah. a big deal about her coming to all the games. Right, right, right. But, yeah, that was that's – what, that's what's great about March Madness. And, you know, that's what's great about the tournament setup. Yeah, that's what's going to be great about – College football going to a tournament. This is going to happen. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and it's made for a a very entertaining tournament, you know. It has. It has. You can flip, you know, to all the different games. They're they're on, what, four different channels and flip from one to another as one's fixing to end and if it's a close one. So, yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, it's definitely been been fun for – most of the dudes, and it's probably added to a lot of fights at home for some marriages. <laughs> <laughs> some people don't have to worry about that. Yep. I got a, I got a good basketball lady. Anyway, right. I'm going to toast Team USA in the World Baseball Classic. Punched our ticket to the championship game. Has uh, What time is the Mexico-Japan game? It's, ten, I think, 7. Ten, I think it's now. Like right now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I meant to check uh, before we went on air, but I didn't because uh, I knew they played the winner. Yeah. Of that game for the championship. Yep, that's tonight. And so, uh, yeah, they drubbed, man. We beat the brakes off of Cuba, 14-2. to Adam Wainwright pitched his way out of a jam in the first inning. I can't believe that man's still pitching. I know. He, he's got to be pushing 40, isn't he? Oh, I think he's over 40. Well, he pitched well, a good it, one. He might not be over 40, but you're right. He's He's right there at it. I mean, he loaded up the bases in the first, gave up a, a, a run, you know, walked in a run, but – battled his way and got out of it and, and pitched good the rest you know I think he pitched four five innings mm-hmm. yeah so he did great Trey Turner of course Mookie, Bet, Mookie Betts so yeah, yeah Trout's been doing real good the only the only negative thing is is the injuries you right know, there's been two pretty serious ones with uh yeah. Diaz tearing his patellar tendon he yeah. had surgery on that and he yeah. might have to miss the whole season this year. Yeah, that's going to maybe put some conversation yeah. into yeah, you're who's going to be some, playing going yeah, forward. You know, because the stars are in this thing. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, oh, not, yeah. it's not like uh, the the Pro Bowl uh, for the NFL where everybody opts out of it. I mean, this is people, you know, taking a series. Jose Altuve, he's, he's going to have to have surgery on his thumb where yeah. he got hit by a pitch. And then uh, Arenado, he got hit by pitch, but his X-rays were negative. Hmm. And who was the other? Oh, Yon Makata. He uh, he collided trying to catch a Schwarber uh, fly ball, and he collided with his outfielder and oh. bruised some ribs. Uh, so really, the the serious one was the Edwin Diaz. Yeah, so, that was a big blow know, to yeah. the Mets. For yeah, sure. yeah. 
uh, all-star closer. So you ho- hopefully he, uh, you know, doesn't set him back too bad. Yeah, that's why I got my USA so you got team, I, Okay, I see. You got see. Team USA on the top and Princeton underneath. Princeton on the, on the bottom. Never mind. And then, of course, repping the podcast. on the BDB. You know, Princeton's my, my, my wannabe Ivy League school. Mm-hmm. I've, you know, I, I've been to Princeton a few times, you know, to the campus to visit. And, mm-hmm. You know, just uh, fell in love with that place immediately. So, I, I've always followed yeah. Princeton athletics. Yeah, they, uh, they're they're doing their thing. I don't I don't know if they can do it again and get by Creighton, but uh, now nah, Creighton's pretty stout. Yeah, Creighton's pretty stout. Creighton Creighton always shows up at tournament time. Yeah, they can shoot. Man, they got some. Because I think uh, eyes out. I want to say they put San Diego San Diego State out last year, and they put us out like in twenty. 12 or 2014, I think it was. So both of us, whoever wins our game, is wanting a little revenge on Creighton. Mm. So, you know. Little old Blue Jays. Yep, yep. So a little, little side note there. All right, well, let's uh, raise our glasses and let's let's toast those uh, Jersey Cinderella teams, Princeton and FDU, and, of yeah. course, Team USA. Team USA. Good luck in uh, the, the WBC. Yep. Cheers. Cheers. Win that, win that thing. It's a loaded tournament, man. It is. I mean, it's and I, you know, I think it's been six years since they played that tournament. Has it? Yeah. I, mean, I didn't and, research all that history. And, uh, I, I don't know that. I don't think the U.S. did that good in it the last time. No, I don't think we did. I mean, I think that's what's been interesting to see them fight their way back in. You know, they lost one early, and it looked like they were gonna maybe not be that. Strong in the tournament because I mean Japan hasn't lost. Right. Mexico's only lost. Mexico and the U.S. have the same record. They've only they've only lost one game, but it'd be interesting. Hmm. Well, you know, I, I would ask you what what you're sipping on tonight, but I know yeah. we both decided to uh, go with a uh, an aged old fashioned at the end of the show uh, when we make our way over to the bar. We're going to do a blind taste test of the. Southern Star Paragon series that we've we've rated each one of them the last three weeks. Right. So this week we decided <coughs> we're gonna shuffle up the glasses a little bit. Yeah. Do a little blind taste test. Put our put our you know our education to the test. We've been we've been at this bourbon deal for a, for while, a while now and yeah. been studying and so, going to different distilleries. So now it's time to put up or shut that's up. That's right. Can we identify. That's right. So I'm I, a little nervous. So I'm a little I, nervous. I poured yours and and mixed up the order a little bit, and then uh, you you mixed up my order, so we don't know which which glass holds which one, and we'll, right. uh, so we'll we, see. So we we went do. with old fashions tonight to try to uh, not kill our taste buds. Keep our taste buds <laughs> calm, so when we get to the because you know they're they're pretty similar. Yeah, because actually you know I poured my uh, cask strength, and mine's only 110 proof. Whereas yours was 113. Oh, that's so it's gonna pull it a little bit even closer. So they're all about nine or ten, uh, or eight or eight or nine um, proof proof difference. Yeah. So so tonight it's like a a 92, 100, and it's actually I I say 110, but it was really like a 109, 109.9. Yeah, because there was a there was a huge difference in my cast strength. Yeah, you got you got one of the strongest ones. Yeah. How about that? So yeah, so it'll it'll be uh, interesting to see what we come up with over there. So, all right, well, 
Let's move on from the uh, toast to the scumbags. To the scumbag. And uh, you want to go first? You want me to go first? Yeah, I'll go first on okay. this one. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna nominate Blanco Brown. <laughs> and for those of you that don't know Blanco Brown, because I'm one of them until this little episode, I knew him but didn't know him. Right. You know what I'm saying? A, a I, country I, rapper. Yeah, I remember the what? What was it? Get it? Get get up. Get up. The get up. The get up song. Anyway, Blanco Brown was the national anthem singer at the Atlanta Motor Speedway this past weekend. The NASCAR event. Yeah, the NASCAR mm-hmm. race. And uh, he butchered the anthem, man. But, you know, he was killing it. Yeah. I, you should really go to YouTube and watch it because... So this wasn't like a Roseanne Barr type of... I don't... Just butchering it from start no, to finish. No, he didn't. Yeah, certainly didn't do that. Or Carl Jeez. Lewis. <laughs> yeah, oh gosh. Yeah, but Carl Lewis was trying. Yeah, yeah. Roseanne Barr was no, just... No, she just was making a mockery. the U.S. Yeah. Well, Blanco Brown was killing it until the final verse, and then he he either A, goes for this serious Mariah Carey note <laughs> that nobody but Mariah Carey can hit, yeah, or B, he was trying to make some, some subtle political statement, yeah, and that's what I'm going with because it kind of looked that way. I mean, he well, it'll probably come out if if sure. uh, if he was at at this point as well. No, I just I can't stand for. Uh, I can't stand for somebody to butcher our our America song, you know. It's, mm-hmm. To me, it's... Well, and you got... I don't know how many people go to the NASCAR races nowadays, but no, 100, probably 100,000 people, yeah. and then you got it's all the TV watching, and, uh, you know, it's special to them. It's special to the drivers. I mean, you know, that's... You know, that a lot of the athletes, it, it motivates them, you know, it's their pregame ritual, you know. Sure. So they they don't want to be distracted by, you know, somebody making a mockery of it, if that's right. what he was doing. Yeah, I don't want to jump to conclusions and certainly don't want to get on my political soapbox on the national anthem, but, you know, it's just, it's not a song to me that's up for interpretation. Right. I think it should be sang pretty standard, you know, but... At any rate. Yeah, yeah, and, and maybe that, you know, because a lot of the artists, they try to put their own little flair to it. Maybe he was trying to put his flair and it just didn't work. It, it definitely didn't work. You know, uh, <laughs> so it was, I, it was It was hard to listen to at the end. In fact, it was funny watching some of the reactions as he hit that or missed that note considerably. But anyway, he's my, he's he's your, my scumbag. He's your scumbag. Man. Yeah. Well, I'm a... You you know me. If uh, Alabama does something good, I like to praise them for it. If Alabama does something bad, I I gotta call them out and put them in their place. And we had another young man making poor life decisions. Mm. So uh, Tony Mitchell, he's yeah. he he was an early enrollee freshman, uh, just been been on campus since January. He was the number fifteen recruit DB. Coming into this year, had you know Alabama lost yeah, three we, safeties, so there's some jobs for the taking out got there. Some holes in the back end, and uh, so he was one that they were looking on to maybe you know step in and start as a freshman. Well, he was on spring break. You know the, the school's out right now for spring break, and he was on spring break with a buddy of his. They were down in Florida, and uh, got pulled over. Cop smells uh, some. Uh, 
marijuana in the car. You know, they obviously had just uh, just fired up, just blazed up. <laughs> and uh, so, of course, that gives the cop probable cause to, to sure. do a search. So when they do the search, they find a big bag of marijuana, a bunch of uh, wads of, of cash, you know, right. like rubber banded up, uh, a set of scales, mm. um, and a gun. And uh, so, you know, he got charged with um intent to sell or deliver the, the passenger because the gun was in between the passenger seat and the center console the passenger got charged with possession intent to sell or deliver and a concealed uh, gun without a permit charge mm-hmm. um so you know this this one you know i defended rightfully so i, de- I defended brandon miller because you know Evidence showed he didn't do anything wrong. Tony Mitchell, on the other hand, all the evidence shows that uh, he definitely screwed himself up right here. Yeah, I mean, I think given the circumstance, and I mean, I think he's suspended right now for sure, but he hasn't, you know, pending I, further investigation. Yeah, I looked to but, see if, you know, because today was the first day of spring practice for Alabama, and right. I, I tried to see if um, Nick – made any statements about it and I haven't seen anything yet um but I didn't check you know right before we came on one of my friends who's close to the program in Tuscaloosa you know he works in the local media he said he wasn't present in practices Mm -hmm. at all so obviously he's yeah I would imagine he's he's suspended you know until further yeah investigation exactly but uh, I would suspect you know he's probably going to be Kicked, off the, kicked team. off the team for this. I mean, he's he's not even stepped foot on the practice right, field, right, you know. Right. So now he did participate a little bit in in fourth quarter, which yeah, uh, fourth quarter is their their training, you know, where they do a lot of working out and running um, without the coaching uh, staff. Uh, so uh, I mean, he you. was a, he was a borderline five star too. I mean, he I don't think he collected his fifth star. I mean, now he, he was he, he was he, a yeah he four. was a, he was a consensus, but he was considered in the top fifteen, right? And he was considered in the top ten of defensive recruits. Yeah. So yeah, he he we were we we were pretty high on the recruitment for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was excited. Part, yeah, he, he was part of the number one class, he, right? You know, it, it, you, you hate it for the young man. Um, hopefully. Well, can, you know, we he can learn from his mistakes. But we've, uh, we've said before, you know, we can't, we haven't walked a mile in any of these kids' shoes, right. so can't sit here and judge him for the decisions he's made. All you can do is, you know, hope and pray that the, the truth comes out, and maybe, you know, but but still, yet, you know, see your friends, see your future, right? And so, I mean, I think this is sort of a well an he, indicator you know, of he, future. Res- you know, results. He so, probably had a clear three to four year path to the NFL. Now, now who knows? Yeah, who knows what's going to happen know, to him now? Could probably make might be some jail time. Could, and, could be, which uh, set him back athletically. And yeah, you know, with the with, with the amount of marijuana they found. Yep. You know, he's he's liable to have to serve some time. Um, so he, he the intent to distribute was pretty pretty yep. clear based on. What I've read. Well, and they showed they showed pictures right. of, of what they seized. Oh, yeah. and it was it was a pretty healthy yeah. amount of marijuana. <laughs> it and was a lot you, of money. Yeah, and a lot of money, and like I said, a set of scales. You 
you don't have a set of scales unless you're weighing it and dividing it up. Well, maybe they were headed to the farmer's market, <laughs> you know, and they wanted they to be want honest. To, they didn't want to get cheated on their That's tomatoes. Right. They wanted to make sure they were getting the proper weighted tomatoes, man. Yeah. Cucumbers. Okay. Yeah, you stick with that story. <laughs> See where that gets you. Hey, that's how we get some of these Bama boys off out of trouble. <laughs> Come up with creative solutions and explanations. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Yeah. So. Uh, Tony, Damn, Tony, Tony Mitchell. Tony. Damn. We were kind of counting on you to maybe be a, a contributor. Yep. Coming in in spring, early spring. I mean, he was there. He came. He actually oh, yeah. enrolled in December, didn't he? Yeah. So. Yeah, he's been yeah. working out with the team, and that sucks. Yeah, it does. Unfortunate, uh, you know. It's, these young these young kids need to make better decisions. That's right. Yeah, well, they I, do. Some, somebody was saying, I think it was, uh, is it Kenny Smith that's doing the tournament? I think it's yeah. yeah he's been on with Charles yeah. in the studio. I think he was the one that said, "You got seven seconds to make a, a right or wrong decision that can mm. affect." the rest of your life and uh you know these young men need to need to start using that time more wisely <laughs> speaking of true uh well let's let's move off of the scumbags but uh and come in high and speaking of a young man who's made pretty poor decisions mr jalen carter uh, with georgia you know he his stock is plummeting you know he went from potentially being the number one overall draft pick to well, he pled pled no contest to the to the charges that he, he got on the right. the racing uh, in regards to you know the Georgia Stafford getting killed and and one of his ex teammates an O lineman getting killed, which we've all done. We've all raced our vehicles, especially right. in high school, you know, and and early in life we've all done yeah. something like yeah. that. But he's lucky though because you know I did a quick search on on google and in a lot of states they are now charging and convicting people if if in this exact same situation where they were where they were racing and the other driver or a passenger in the other car dies uh you get charged with the murder uh north carolina's convicted some alabama's convicted some california new york michigan oklahoma minnesota florida uh, uh one of the, nevada yeah one of the kids in florida he got 24 years man florida's no joke though yeah so yeah yeah no i mean i think uh i think he's incredibly lucky to have gotten what he got. Well, and then I, I was reading today that there was actually marks across the top of his Jeep that were, uh, looked like they were probably the power lines when the other car hit the power pole and, oh, and, wow. it, and it fell. They said that the marks were consistent with that, which kind of puts him beside the other car at the time of the wreck. And, uh, you know that the uh, they thought about charging him with more than they actually did. So yeah, he's he's really lucky. And and he, and what I don't get is, you know, he, this guy d- directly was involved with with two deaths, and you don't hear nothing about it. Nothing. Crickets. Brandon Miller, 
is completely innocent of any wrongdoing. And he's getting crucified. He has to go. He has to show up with armed security now, right? Because he's receiving death threats. Well, it's, I mean, that's gun related versus vehicle. Yeah. So I, I can, I can see that. But at the same time, you know, Henry Ruggs, mm-hmm. Henry Ruggs is in prison or facing prison time. No, he's in prison, but his, so his case keeps getting pushed, pushed back. back. I mean, not essentially... But you were saying Florida don't play. Yeah. No, Vegas, Vegas don't. Nevada don't, and Vegas yeah. don't play. I mean, he's probably oh, he's, screwed. Yeah, he's toast. For well, I mean, not screwed. He, yeah, no, he, I mean, he did what he did. Yeah, so. exactly. He, he's going to get but the consequences. He, you know, he was he at a moment of, of poor time, you know, poor timing and poor decision-making. He wasn't doing anything more than a lot of us have done right. in the past. I mean, you and I have driven – to Memphis in our in our cars. You remember I don't know if you remember this, but we were late for a, a softball game in <laughs> Memphis and we drove hundred and twenty or so miles an hour down Interstate fifty five from Arkansas to Memphis to make it on time. Yeah. I mean I guess I shouldn't call us out in front of the in the <laughs> world, but you know no, honestly, I, I know where you're going. I mean, and we I, were in our early mid twenties. Yeah, and all these yeah, the younger you are, usually the dumber you are. Sure. Uh and that's the thing, you know, all these people that are making all these judgments about everything. Like you said, they've they've been guilty of, of probably similar sure. also and you know but this the fact that you don't hear anything about the Carter issue and all the negative false narratives surrounding yeah. the Brandon Miller thing, it, that shows you the power of the media. Yeah, I'm, I'm still trying to understand why the focus on Bama basketball, I mean, we are like, Everyone's rooting against oh, Alabama, yeah. Oh, yeah. except for Bama. Bama people, yeah. You know, everyone's wanting Alabama beat, and you know, I'm trying to understand where that has come from. The is media? that is, well, I know the media, but does that come because Nick Saban has whooped and everyone's and ass? That's part for, of it too. Is for a is, decade and a half. Yeah, they, and now they don't tired of Alabama. Yeah, there, there is definitely some Alabama fatigue. You know, it started with the football, and and now that the basketball team is on the come up. Everybody's like, oh, oh God, oh, no, no, we another sport. We don't want to see this again. Our we, baseball we, team's undefeated right now. Now, actually, they got oh, did they, lose? they lost to who's number two, Florida. Oh well, I they were nine and zero. Yeah, they hung with them, but, but oh, uh, I got you. But anyway, yeah, it. it uh, I mean, the fatigue is real, but but and and part of the and I think that's part of the reason the media focuses on anything they can point at negatively is because of that Bama fatigue. But they don't realize this man and his family are not getting death threats because they put false information out there. Sure, sure. And, you know, luckily it does seem to be quieting it down some now that more information is getting out there about, you know, the boyfriend probably fired first. The boyfriend is the one who crept up on him. With his headlights out, did a U-turn and yeah, came back and circled yeah. back around. He initiated you know, more they, than likely. They, he initiated. The they whole. easily could have just driven home. Sure, but the boyfriend was the one that went looking for the trouble. 
anyway, we we I, I was good. I wasn't really didn't want to talk about the Brandon no, Miller yeah, yeah, situation. Yeah, but you, you can time, definitely but. see the the roller skating going on with some of the the analysts that have you know they have completely. You and I were listening for it, right? And it has really died out. The you know a week ago it was the first thing mentioned right. about Alabama. Yeah, this Brandon week. Miller yeah, this week his legal issues yeah. you know and now it's dying yeah. out so although Nance did say hey, we still got to be responsible for making poor decisions there again he was picking his friend up who he told he was already going to come pick up but but yeah it has it, it, it has died down so I'm, I'm thankful for that but getting back to Carter <laughs> <laughs> you know I, so so he did the, he played no contest he got I think like a thousand dollar fine Maybe 800 hours or 80 hours of community service and a, and a one year probation. So that's what a thou, that's what thousand dollars fine for manslaughter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though he didn't get convicted of right, manslaughter, right? But, but how he, he he pled no contest, so he didn't even have to plead. He he, he didn't right. even consider guilty of anything. No, he wasn't. Uh, so yeah, he definitely came out, you know, squeaky clean, really, exactly. considering what it could have been. Right, but then. He had his Georgia Pro Day and was nine pounds heavier at the Pro Day than he was at the Combine a, a week or so earlier and was only going to do position drills and then couldn't even finish the position drills because he was so out of shape and cramping. And So he – you want to talk about red flags. Right. You know, yeah, but, but you know, somebody's still probably going to take him in the top 10, top 15. Absolutely. But, you know, there, it was funny, though, you say the word red flag because there was some articles posted about him before mm-hmm. before the combine about his potential red flags. Yeah, I think it was. And those were – Georgia went on an all-out assault. Yeah, to, I think it was Schefter. It was one of the NFL insiders said he had character concerns. Yeah, yeah. And everybody went crazy. Right. And now everybody's – Skating back egg on their face like, now because yeah, okay, the maybe. truth, the truth, you know, the truth comes out. Yeah, because he's yep. got he's got a history of of you know reckless driving uh, type of speeding and so yeah he needs to and, you know he is young you know but he still you got well, your, your whole career Brandon, ahead of you and Brandon Miller's young. Yep, Henry Ruggs was young, is yep. young, so. You know, there's consequences, and he just—I hope he does. I—I I sincerely hope he does well with his second chance, because that's truly what he's gotten. Because I'm sure there's a couple of families out there that aren't too thrilled with maybe some of the legal decisions. Well, now, I wonder. You know, as more—you know—he could still be civilly sued. Sure. And I, it wouldn't surprise me if he does get civilly civilly sued, especially after he signs that. Yeah. That mega contract. Yeah, absolutely. Might have been the reason for his nine pounds. He's stressing out because <laughs> he knows he's not out of the woods. Right. right. Anyway. All right, well, let's let's get back on. Uh, did you have anything in the NFL while, while we're talking NFL that you wanted to? Oh, um, not really. I was just going to mention, you know, that the Panthers signed Adam Thielen. Yeah, I saw that. I, I saw thought, that. I thought that's a – that's a pretty – I think they're yeah. close to going for DJ Chark, too. Yeah. I think they're close yeah, they to bringing him in. they need to get Bryson weapons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's going to be an interesting – Although it did come out, uh, Federer said that no quarterback is not is going to be 
Uh, How did they word it? But anyway, he said size is not going to factor into yeah, the decision. Yeah, yeah, that's, and I and and I saw another another article today that, that Tepper, the owner, mm-hmm. he likes Richardson, which which a week ago Tepper was all about Bryce. Right, yeah. So it's just a I bunch think, of yeah. I yeah. think they're I think they're trying to to get a team behind them to to want to trade up. Yeah, yeah. I think really what they want is Houston. You know, that way they only have to move down one spot and could get some and and you know still get uh, one of the the top two QBs. Yeah, funny you mentioned Houston. I mean, the Texans have made some good moves. I mean, they they signed Tunsil. Yeah, I saw they extended him and yeah. made him the highest paid. Schultz and and Singletary. I mean, those are some yeah. decent additions. I mean, I mean they're not not going to certainly move them into the into the NFC. I mean, the championship game, but but clearly, I mean they're right. Making some moves, and then I also heard that the Vikings might be clearing up some room to make some run at Lamar. Well, they 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 need something because they're still stinging from that ass whooping the Giants gave them. <laughs> nah, they moved on from that chump change. Yeah, you knew I had to take that step. Kirk Cousins in his final year. So I I just heard that. that yeah. was interesting convo. But I heard I heard the Patriots mentioned with Lamar, mm. but I don't I don't. You know, I don't listen I mean, to a lot of that. Nah, I, it's hard to it's hard to really. really I see say. on your notes there the Jets and Hard Knocks. Have that that's already been announced? No, or? no. That, that, I, I'm glad you, you you peeked at my notes. I was just going to mention, you know, that they still haven't finalized any Aaron Rodgers stuff. They're kind of at a stalemate on contract right. negotiation, but. The hard knocks is going to be in, you know, last year, I think the last few years, they kind of announce who they're going with prior to the draft. And so there was thought that maybe it was going to be the Panthers. Mm-hmm. But then they got it, a new it, coach. They got a new coach. So, so it exempt. can't be the Panthers. So it's a potentially, I think it might be the Jets. Of course, yeah. Reich's already done it once with the Colts. Yeah, and the Jets have already done it, haven't they? I feel like the Jets were early in hard knocks. I didn't research that, but anyway, yeah, I, I do think it's going to be the Jets. Obviously, if uh, if, if they Rodgers. haven't been, and if Aaron Rodgers signs, yeah, because you know the Jets are on the come up. Mm-hmm. Obviously, with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, that really puts them on the come up. Yep. So I could see hard knocks going to to New York. I can't remember if the Jets were on there or not. Can't remember. Anyway, that's that's really about all I have in the NFL. All right, let's roll back around to back to March Madness then. All right, because that fire away. Because this, I did a little little numbers game here, and uh, so the first two rounds there was twelve upsets, mm. and of course no perfect brackets <laughs> left out mm. there. Surprisingly, there still was after. Uh, the first couple of rounds, but then after the, the second round, I mean the first round, and then after the second round, it was psh, shot at that point. No, no, no perfect ones left out there. Um, and like I mentioned earlier, of what should have been in the, in the Sweet 16, seven of them are already gone. You got two number one seeds eliminated. Yeah. Houston, and, I mean uh, Purdue and Kansas. Houston, Alabama, the only ones that made it. Two number twos. Arizona and Marquette. Yep. Uh, only one number three lost, and that was Baylor. And then two number fours, Virginia and Indiana. 
surprised at Baylor. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised at Baylor. And then the interesting thing about that is the South region lost a two, a three, and a four. So, uh, you know, that – that hey, puts the winner. That little. puts the winner of the Alabama San, San Diego State. You know, that's the one versus five, right? As as the top remaining team. Now you would well, definitely the top remaining team, and you would in think the South. you would think their road is paved. But uh, those other still, two teams are there for a reason. Still, yeah, you still got Creighton. Yeah, creeping around over there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, a lot of people. You know, the computers, the gamblers. Uh, Houston and Alabama, of course. I mean, they're the two number one seeds that are laying, and they really were the two best teams all year long. Right, uh, right. That's the only, I have them in my final. Yeah. So my bracket's still somewhat alive, and I took Michigan State to get yeah, you this did, Yeah, deep. you told me that this, this, so, this weekend. So that that helped. Um, but, yeah, and I, I, I read, you know, an article on CBS Sports today about they reseeded they reseeded the sixteen, mm-hmm. so and then of course Bama would be one, Houston would be a one, UCLA and UConn would all be ones, mm-hmm. and that's followed up by Texas, Gonzaga, Creighton, and KSU. Mm-hmm. So I mean I found that to be kind of interesting after the reseeding. I mean would you didn't do a bracket, did you? No, I didn't do. It. Oh, okay. I was going to ask you what you might choose to do differently if you. Nah, had a chance to do it all. Like over I said, I, I I used to fill them out, and I always did terrible, and I just quit filling them out. I've had a lot of success at doing the bracket challenge, but but not this year, not this year, not success nationally. I don't think I've ever finished very high nationally just doing like local bracket yeah. challenges with with friends, friends. and work yeah. work challenges. But you know, the let's talk. You want to? Do you have some more stats or something? Anything? No, go ahead. Talk about the Bama San Diego State game. Yeah, yeah. What you got? I got Bama. <laughs> <laughs> I got Bama too. What you got? I got Bama. I got. No, Bama. I. You know, I, I. I did a little research on. The, oh, funny, funny. I, I was kind of looking at their community and trying to see what what their fans were saying and this and that and one one fan had posted. I see one clear advantage we have over Alabama, the bench. Alabama's uh, young and not very deep. What? <laughs> I'm like, dude, you Alabama? Yeah, you don't know anything other than San Diego State, apparently. Because I Al- thought it was going. You were going to make no, a joke. No, no. I was like, oh my god. I mean, I-, I almost logged in just to just to call this guy out. I don't but, think there's a deeper bench in all of dude, basketball. They, at, at Alabama's a legit 11 deep. Legit. Easy. And I mean, just look at our first game. Yeah, Pringle led us in scoring, and he didn't our, even play the first half of the second game. And, and Pringle scored, what, six in the second game? Yeah. <coughs> Brandon Miller scored zero. zero in, yeah, in the first game. And we put up 96. Exactly. So, so yeah, I mean. We're like the opposite of you know, a bench. We, we're we're a, a, a legit 11 deep. We can we can seriously. I mean, we can we could go a five man substitution and not miss a beat offensively or defensively. Yeah. I mean, he's done and it all. And their only real threat is their guard, Pat Parrish. I think his no, name Michael Parrish. Matt Bradley. You should know that. I thought there was another. Well, guy. Matt Bradley is their only double digit scorer. Oh, okay. And he's a you know he's a physical guard. Right. So, but you know what? Where's our depth? 
I mean, our 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 experience, our age, it's in our guards. Yeah, that's I, well, that, that we're was, young everywhere else. Well, we're, we actually are are kind of a good blend everywhere. Right. You know, on in the back courts, you got a young Bradley and a young uh, Rylan Griffin, but then you got experience with Quinterly, Sears, Dom Welch. Um, am I well, leaving I mean, anybody out? And that, then that, those three. Then yeah. up front, you got the young with with uh, Clowney and Brandon Miller and Betty Ako, but then you got the experience with Pringle, Gurley. Um, who am I leaving? I'm missing somebody. But anyway, uh, so we've got a good blend of yeah. youth and experience. You know, because we, we've got, you know, Sears is, is a grad transfer. Gurley's a grad transfer. Dom Welch is a grad transfer. Then you got Quinterly's a senior. Yeah, Quinn's senior. Uh, Pringle, is, he, he was Juco and then came over. So, I mean, it's, right. a, it's a good blend of, of youth and experience. Good leadership. You know, Quinterly and Gurley are real good leaders. Um, he, Brandon Miller, to me, when you watch the games, he, does, he is a leader. beyond his age. You know, he is definitely not a freshman in play. And right. And how he approaches the game for sure. But no. yeah, now they, you know, so I did. I, I I went looking because I knew absolutely nothing about San Diego State. So you know, I wanted to know, you know, what what kind of length did they have? Um, you know, who their scorers are. Uh, you know that kind of stuff. And and you know, about what I read was they're great on the defensive end. Yeah. Uh, you know, they play a real physical. They like to slow the game down. Yep, yep. That's I mean that's what all of the experts talk about is their defense. But on the other side of the court, you got another awesome defense. Yeah, that's true. And you know people and people our, overlook that. No, our defense is elite. Oh yeah, elite. And our length, our length makes our defensive elite. And, and elite. our our rebounding is our, elite. Betty Ako anchoring down the middle. I mean, I yeah, I, I just don't I don't see it. But you know. It's crazy. It's March Madness, you know. I, I didn't see a fifteen over a two and a sixteen right. over yeah, a yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At this point, you, I mean, obviously, Alabama and Houston are the two best teams left in the tournament. Does that mean they're going to be playing for the championship? There's no guarantees. No guarantees. There's no promises. Sure. Nope. Your dogs, man. Your the dogs, dogs are going crazy upstairs going at something. Nuts. All right. What else you want to talk about? Rick Pitino looks like he's going to be the St. John's next head coach. Yeah, I don't give a shit about Rick Pitino. It'd be nice to see the Johnnies good again. Yeah. I mean, I remember when St. John's was 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 an elite team. Yeah, them in back Georgetown. In the 80s. Yeah. yeah, them in yeah. Georgetown were were legit. Yeah. No. Um. I I don't have anything else really about. I did hear a funny story. This is not. This is not a college basketball related. This is back to professional basketball. You were talking about Kenny Smith. Well, I was I was listening to Barkley and them talk about about basketball the other day, and Charles Barkley. You know how Charles Barkley can. He says some of the craziest shit, but he was talking about his rookie year in in the NBA. They sometimes had to wash their jerseys. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> had to wash their jerseys in their own bathrooms in their in their hotel rooms. Yeah. In the it. NBA, yeah, I, yeah. I don't see how well, that's did, true. But did you know? Did you know the rest of that story? He would wear it 
What? In the shower. Right, right. Yeah, no, I thought you had the follow-up to it. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, no. You, you left out the best Well, part. I was getting to it. I was getting to it. I was going to say, and then this fool wears his jersey into the shower to clean it up. But I'm thinking the whole time, like, I know he played a long time ago. Yeah. He's our age. Well, but, I, mean, I mean, we he was in the NBA when I was at Bama. Right. We didn't have to wash our own Are shit. Are you telling me that in the NBA? Hell no. Come on, no, man. Not not. Maybe in the 60s, but not in the 80s. But Kenny Smith was laughing his ass <laughs> off and didn't, wasn't really going to let him finish the story because it was so stupid. Yeah. I just thought it was Well, while, while we're talking about funny stories, I found something inter- interesting that I read today. Your boy Ken Griffey Jr. is going to be the fourth highest paid player for the Cincinnati Reds this year. See, I love Ken Griffey Jr. I didn't even That's know he was still he, playing. That's how great Ken Griffey is. He's still getting paid. Yeah, so now he took deferrals, and he's got deferrals that run to 2024. Hmm. So Cincinnati Reds are paying him $3.6 million, actually 3.59. Nice. Uh, which is which puts him fourth on the payroll behind uh, Vado making 25 mil, Mike Moustakis making 22 mil, and he's not on the team either. <laughs> so they're paying $25.59 uh, $25. million dollars. For two guys that ain't, ain't going to get a single base hit out of. And how, come, how can you and I not have a general manager's job? It's crazy. It's ridiculous. And, and Bobby and the, Bonilla, what about Bobby yeah, Bonilla? Yeah, I think he's uh, – well, the, the, I mean, he the only Mets get, payroll is so ridiculous nah, now. Yeah, that, no, uh, he gets a million a year, yeah, but yeah. he's still getting paid yeah. by the Mets. And he's been retired yeah, for – Yeah, these dudes that, were, that decided to take these uh, <clears throat> deferrals, man, they clean they, – they, they definitely – Pick the right option. That was that was wise. It was wise to take that deferral because you're making money while you're still young and mm-hmm. able to make money. You defer money to your you're not. That's pretty good. See, I love Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> All right. You got anything else you want to talk about, or you want to go drink some Paragon? Let's go drink some bourbon, man. All right, let's do it. I, you're, this has good, been good, though. Yeah, yeah, and it's been I, good. You know. Like I said, I, I don't think it's killing our taste buds, so we should be able to yep. – no excuses over yeah. there at the bar yep. when we line it up. And we're, we're, not, we're, we're not going to rate that shit. We're just oh, gonna, that's right. We're not rating no, that shit. No, we're, we're going to do a, a blind taste test. We're going to blind test that shit. That's right. And see if see if we still – you know, we both said we like the, the bottle and bond the best, so we'll find out. Now we got to see, put up a <laughs> shut up, if <laughs> we right. can pick it out of a lineup. That's right. Cool. So we'll see you all at the bar. Cheers. Cheers.